Hi guys, it is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 408. I am your host and the author of the piece you're about to hear today, The Great Night. You can call me Jack if that's much too much for you. Just a reminder for everybody out there, I do appreciate you coming by, saying hello on the server, dropping by and saying hello to the ladies of the night. It means a lot to me, it means a lot to them, and seeing so many new faces in the chat this week, it really, it, it was great. It was really nice. So if you're shy, come on out, say hello. I promise not to be too scary. Uh, I really, really do. We have a lot of questions and answers today, and the piece isn't in any way something that we should put second either. So let's get right to it. This next piece, it's pretty basic, but it's also really fucking hot. It's cerebral, it's domination, and it's very personal, quite frankly. This is something akin to a monologue, if you really wanted me to give one, that I might give with you if we were going to spend 30 minutes together. And, well, you wanted me to do everything that I wanted to do with you, and then figure out what comes next. Do you want to know how I'm fucking feeling? Do you want to know how I'm fucking feeling? Do you? Are you sure? You see, it's so easy to offer a little bit of, are you okay? Thinking of you. But are you really sure you want to get into it? With everything going on right now, knowing that at the best of times I can be a little... me? You really want to delve into the black box? Do you? <laughs> I'll tell you how I feel, honey. I feel aggravated. Uh-huh. I do. All day, every day, from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. It's almost as though I'm trapped on a wheel. And I just have to keep taking step after step after step just to stop from falling over. And I resent it. And I don't think that's the way it should be. What do you mean, hey? What do you mean, stop? You said that you'd give me anything to make me feel better. Did you not mean that? No, it wasn't this conversation, but you've said it. Did you mean it? Welcome. Welcome. Not your welcome. Welcome. Welcome to it. Welcome to being dominated. This is what it is with me. Do you want to give it or not? It. It. Whatever I define it to be because then it's going to have value. And if you have it, then you have value, don't you? Mm. That's what I want. That's what I want, to use you to feel less aggravated. That's what I want your whole being for. Your body, your mind, your will, your good nature. That's it. Just use you. Just use you to feel a little 
bit better for a little while because it's just going to come seeping right back in. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about it? Mm, once again, it's so easy to offer a yes. It's so easy to offer a yes. It's so hard to fulfill it. And it's much harder to say yes with my cock in your mouth. <gasps> well, where did you think this was going to fucking go? Can you really be that surprised? What I want from you, what I really want from you is to feel better, to use you to feel better, to use all of you to feel better. That includes your mouth, doesn't it? Your pretty little lips, wrapping them over the most sensitive parts of me, going back and forth, back and forth, using them like a little slinky on a staircase. That's definitely one thing that I can use, isn't it? Your holes, all three of them. You really don't know what to do when I'm this close, do you? Do you want to push me away? Or do you want me to pull you towards me? Open you up? Show you that... <laughs> I really do control you just as well as I say. Haven't you ever wanted to offer a man who is a little bit stressed out? not really feeling himself, your lips. Haven't you ever had a fantasy that you would blow a man, a real nice, cute boy, that he'd instantly feel better and be so grateful for you? Maybe you don't even imagine you're getting anything in return. Maybe you're that fucking selfless. My cock is getting hard. Don't look. <laughs> That's a bit of a dirty trick. If I say my cock's getting hard, of course you have to look. Chastising you for it. Now, that doesn't have to make your pussy twitch. Hotter, wetter. Did it? Did it? Once again. So easy to offer a yes, so hard to prove it. I'm going to stick my finger down between your knees. Just sort of tap them back and forth like a metronome. Why is your body paralyzed but so hot? Do you know? I do. In part of me getting my aggression out is using you just like I am right now. Think of it as a rocket that goes up in stages, or the way that fangs inject venom. First they have to puncture the skin, then they have to land in the bloodstream, then, well, then the real process begins. Same thing. This is stage one. Stage two and three are much more fun for me. That's when the rocket goes off. How can that possibly embarrass you? How could that possibly make you laugh after what I just said? After how fucking filthy it is? How goddamn dirty? <laughs> oh, 
here. You're that curious? That's what it feels like. And that's what my cock feels like. And it's so hard. Do you understand that it's so hard for you? Do you understand? Well, then you don't, you little fucking liar, because it's not so hard for you. It's so hard for me. I'm even more turned on by myself right now than you are. Uh-uh. My fangs are piercing your skin, and it turns me on a whole, whole, mm, lot. Here, you could use a better look. <laughs> I am so proud of my cock these days. It's a funny thing. Same cock it's always been, but it stands up a little bit straighter and taller these days, because I think I love it so. Keep your fucking... Whore lips off of it. I didn't give you permission to do that. I didn't give you permission to touch yourself so your hand better stay out between your thighs. If I wanted a hand there, I'd put my hand there. Now wouldn't I? And your hand is my hand, so it does what I say, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Every time I say something a little bit louder, your fucking body corresponds. Do you even know you're doing it before I say it? Do you want me to move my hand up and down your thighs, zigzagging, scratching you a little as you tug on my cock? It's okay, you can tug on it. After all, if you hurt it, I'm just gonna have to use it to hurt you right fucking back, aren't I? <laughs> it feels so good. I feel so good, don't I? Don't I? It's not the cock that feels this good, it's me, isn't it? You absolutely could stroke a hundred dicks, you wouldn't be as wet. You wouldn't be as ready, you wouldn't be as aroused, would you, would you, fucking, would you? Mm. I am going to take you out with this goddamn dick. Do you understand that I only throw these little whispers in for you because you want them so much, because you need them so much, because you keep asking for them begging me, your mouth falling open as that pussy gets wetter and wetter. Do you want me inside you? Do you want my fingers inside your pussy? Oh, I know you want more. Do you want the fingers or not? Do you want my fingers or not? Do yes, you dare you go. There you go, two fingers going in even when you're that wet. Mm. Aren't you glad my wrist is so thick? My muscles so secure, you know that this hand is firm just from seeing it, feeling it, the size of it inside you. Mmm, god damn, I love screwing you, even if it's just with my wrist, moving my fingers left to right, sawing you open from my giant dick. 
You notice that your rhythm gets better when I fuck you with my fingers. Suddenly you know exactly what to ask for. Suddenly you're not so confused and afraid and your body is ready, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Well, too fucking bad because that's not how you do it. Uh-oh. And just like that I go from rough to easy. Beg me. Beg me. You know what to fucking beg me for. Beg me as I move my fingers inside you faster. Beg me as I move my fingers, the tips of them towards the ceiling of your cathedral, rubbing the ridges on top that you can't quite reach with your fingers. Can you? Can you? And it feels so much better when it's warm flesh, when it's my warm flesh. Beg me. You know what to beg me for. That's right. Yes, you can come. 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 Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you fucking can. Yes, you fucking can. The way that it vibrates, the way that you can feel that vibration inside you. Yes, you can. Oh, fuck. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, good, good, good. Yes, 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 yes. Who's a good little slut? Who's a good little slut? Yes, you are a slut just for me, aren't you? Yes, you can. 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 Focus, 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 focus. Don't give up. Don't give up. I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. Come on, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. Come for me, come for me, come for me, come for me. Yes, 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 yes. Right there, right there, right there, right there. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Ooh. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Mm, as I slow my fingers and pull them out and slap your little pussy lips around. Yes, you are. That was so hard. I was fucking you so hard with my wrist, I made it tired. So I flick the fucking cum that's excessive from my fingertips right onto your pretty little face. I tell ya, that was quite the strain. And now that pussy's all the way opened, who would want that? I better find another pussy to fuck with this nice, giant dick tonight. No, you think you can handle it? <laughs> Do you mind that I keep telling you that you're a size queen for me? You never thought you'd have a preference like that, did you? Just for me and the way I open you every single time. Mm, you say I don't need to, but then I watch the tears in your eyes if I don't. And sometimes that's a turn on, but right now... No... Making you cry, just by fucking you, there's no challenge in that. Now, making you cry from fucking you so much, <laughs> oh, is it a little too late? Do you realize what I'm going to do to you now? Do you realize that I'm going to hurt you in the best possible way? Why aren't you running? Why aren't you calling for help? We both know why. It's because you're a goddamn slut for me, aren't you? Ooh. Words you never thought you'd enjoy and don't talk back. Here, let me push those fingers back into your mouth. Mm. Suck on them. And that should keep you quiet. 
Suck on them the way that you offered to do my dick earlier. One reason I like going right into your pussy and not your mouth first is because you are so fucking tight for me when I do. I don't really want to bother with your throat. It's so hard to get you in a position where I can actually grab the back of your head and fuck you the way that I want to. Even imagining that is having you choke up your body tense. But when I'm holding you, when my hands are beneath your knees, and you're beneath me, and I can lean forward all the way like I'm going to fall into you, like I'm skiing and I'm just about to tilt over, when I'm really pushing my cock into you. I love how you go from so floppy to stiff as a board, so tense, the tip of my fucking cock rubbing at that slit. That goddamn entrance, right there, right there. Mm. Why are you so wet? I even said I wasn't going to do this. I said I should find another pussy to fuck. I wasn't even hard for you. Why are you still wanting it so much? Hmm. <laughs> mm. Baby, you feel so fucking good. When I push inside you, you feel so fucking good. You do. It's exactly what I need. You hear me? It's exactly what I fucking need. Right there. Right fucking there. Good girl. Just a little bit of pushing and you're already on the edge. You feel so good, but that's not what you fucking care about, is it? Is it the first time in your life you don't care about offering a man your fucking mouth, your fucking body to make him feel better? And you know why? You know why? Because I make you feel so fucking good, don't I? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Right there. <laughs> ah, I wish I could keep that pace up until I fucking killed you. I wish I could. It's a good thing I've got this big fucking dick you love so much, isn't it? I don't have to. I don't have to fuck you that hard. I can just move in. And out. And even that causes you to shake and moan. Yes, it does in. <laughs> oh. Oh, and 
out. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing with your hands? I didn't say you could fucking do that. Bring them down, stroke your fucking clit. You're always begging for this. You're always begging for that while I'm inside you. No, you can't. Show me. Show me. Come on. Run your little fingers over your clit while my cock's going in and out of you. Oh, don't you feel so tiny? Don't you feel so small? Don't you feel so fucking inexperienced? And this is just me pushing in and out of you. Don't I make you feel so fucking inadequate? I love it. I do. Making you feel so small, making you feel so confused, making you feel so angry, making you feel it all. It's goddamn hot as hell to me. Fuck yes, fuck yes, fuck yes. Right there, right there. You feel it? You feel it? No, you don't. No, you don't, because you're not giving it to me. If you feel it, you'd give it to me. You'd give it to me. You'd give it to me. Come for 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 me. Yes. 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 Right there. Right there. Right there. Oh, just as I move in and out of you, come all over me. Come all over me. Come all over me. Yes. Yes, I want it. God damn, you're so fucking wet. God Damn it. You are so fucking wet for me. How can you even put up a front? Don't. Don't. You want one little fucking crack across your face? I'll give it to you with my palm. You know that you don't want it, though. You'll be touching your face tenderly hours from now. Don't get ahead of what you can take. Don't get ahead of what you can take. You don't give a shit about me coming. That's just something that you say. You don't care that I'm going to fucking come for you or not. You care if I can make you do it again, don't you? Don't you? Fucking don't you? You love being greedy. And you turn so greedy the moment I start playing with you. <sighs> Maybe this was all your idea. Did you seduce me? No, you didn't. Are you sure that you didn't just offer anything and it wasn't so easy, even though I said there was only one way to alleviate my frustration and you haven't fulfilled it? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, yes, yes. I love hurting you. I love hurting you. I love hurting you as I'm fucking you. I love hurting you as I'm fucking you. I love hurting you as I'm fucking you. Yes, yes. Oh, it's just a little too much, isn't it? We're going to make you absolutely fucking raw, you wet, wild fucking creature. Yes, 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 I can fuck it out of you. I can fuck it out of you. I can fuck the last vestiges of that good girl out of you and just leave the fucking cock slut. Yes, yes, you fucking want it, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? You've always fucking wanted it. You never thought it would be me, but you need it, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Yes, you fucking do. Yes, you fucking do. Say yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Say yes, sir. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Say yes, sir. God damn you. Yes, 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 yes. I am not fucking coming. I'm just making you do it. I'm just making you do it. No, 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 no. There, 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 there. Yes, yes, yes. My hands on your fucking ass, squeezing, pushing into you, hammering into you. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, come on, come on. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Don't fucking say you can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You'll do it for me. You'll do it for me. You'll do it for me. Yes, 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 you will. Yes, you will. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs>
and you can't make me fucking come hard as you want me to. Sweat dripping down both of our fucking bodies. I'm in control when I pin you down, when I hold you by your shoulders, when I'm on top of you, when I'm inside you, when it's missionary. It's my favorite position for a reason. I can do when I fucking want to you. I control the goddamn universe. So do you want to help me or not? Well, I need to submit too, I guess. Don't I? <laughs> no, I don't mean like being a submissive. Not to fucking you. <laughs> How about I just lean back a little? I aim this cocktail slick with all the cum I demanded that you give me right up in the air. And you figure out what comes next. And here's hoping you enjoyed that piece. We have a lot of questions today, so let's get right into them. Hi, Jack. It's Tammy. Hello, I'm Tammy. I'm a new listener. Hi. And I wanted to call and... Thank you so much for saying that you're a new listener, and I appreciate you being one. Say thank you for sharing your work, um, your art with us. I have learned so much about myself through listening, so thank <laughs> you. You're very welcome. I also wanted to ask two questions. Okay. Uh, one, what do you think about the concept of grace? It has helped me deal with my shame-ridden childhood mm. and to learn to accept things that I may not feel I deserve. And it sounds like you may have some issues with that, too. <laughs> and then two. Oh, okay. That's the whole question. Uh, the older I get, the more wisdom I find in the serenity prayer. And uh, grace is the first thing you ask God for in that one. Now, uh, I'm not a religious person. Uh, there's, no, there's nothing spiritual about me. Uh, you, can, you can hear how much I, I hark for money and that sort of thing on this podcast. So that's that's not who I am. But the phraseology itself is actually quite wise. And the concept of grace within it is the one that I've given the most meditation to. And grace is wonderful, but grace is not all. Uh, there is a There is a wonderful, wonderful healingness to gratitude, but don't let anybody else tell you what to be gracious for or not, or what you should be grateful for or not. I think we all have learned to resent at least some voice of their children starving elsewhere, but that doesn't mean I have to finish everything that was put onto my plate, uh, etc. So... If you find the concept of grace to be something that allows you to heal or feel gratitude, by all means. Just gratitude does have to be fostered from within. That's all. I found out that people are really against daddy little girl scenarios. I had no idea. <laughs> and they immediately 
try to attack you saying you've been abused in some way you being me yeah like yeah when you admit that you like it which i didn't even know i liked until i listened to your podcast and then i tried to talk to somebody and it didn't go well so what is your thought on that uh so here's the honest to god truth uh about a you know 15 years ago decade ago when i would put some of that stuff on there and i was a little bit more at the forefront of it boy i would actually get what i would call like low-grade death threats like just immediately like if i ever find you i'll kill you you sick fuck like not something that could keep anybody even an anxious uh rabbit like me up at night but still like why would you take the time and it would really hurt my feelings and 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 the dms and stuff and then it became really passe and now we're we're in a we're in a, like a post daddy act where it's all online and that's okay. But if you say it out loud, it's bad. Listen, I one of the one of the greatest moments of freedom I had was hearing from a subject matter expert. If I bring anybody on this audience on stage and ask them five questions, I will make their closest relatives and family think them an insane person. We all believe in the same things. And then because in the – we're getting real deep on the beginning of these questions today. Uh, because I think the American psyche is sexually underdeveloped collectively, significantly, all sex is weird. We have essentially like a monomyth around sexuality, which is perfect-looking white people uh, slowly undressing, having intercourse while music plays and the camera angle doesn't change all that much, and then it cuts to the next scene, and there's no emotional connection or consequence. There's no real skin-on-skin in the way that we present sex. There's no, like, everything that's very practical about sex, uh, nudity, skin-on-skin, how it happens, where it happens, how spontaneous it often is between two people who are attracted, and then how they develop a relationship after. None of that really fits into the monomyth of American sexuality. And so anything that deviates from that is weird. And then, of course, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to go off a little bit because QAnon is just such a, (laughs) thank you for, (laughs) Tammy, thank you again for being a new listener. Hopefully this isn't too much for you. We're in political times. I try and keep it largely off the podcast, but what am I going to do? It's literally 24-7 news. So QAnon is very popular and it's this. It's this conspiracy theory slash collective mythology. Uh, and it's based around this horrible concept in America that children are, are sacrosanct. They are the great thing, and then everything else sucks, basically. And it's just one of these cultural ideas that drives me nuts because, okay, so you're against child sex trafficking, brave stance. Hard, hard, you know, somehow you got me on the same side as you. Why are you specifying child and sex trafficking and putting them together? We're not against all human trafficking. When I've attempted to speak to some of these people, uh, not much. This is fairly earlier on. This is not recently about it. I brought up what I call for-profit orphanages, and you can say all orphanages are for-profit or what have you, but I'm talking about there's a specific 250, there's a bad list or so, where they're fairly well known to just, if if a human trafficker brings in a crying kid, they just pay the bounty. They look the other way because they can sell that kid uh, effectively as an adoption. 
And there's hundreds of these, uh, of worst offenders at least, that are on a list. I don't know how many there actually are in the world. That's just human trafficking. That's just child trafficking. There's no, there's, there's very little allegation of anything worse than that because it's already the worst thing in the world. We're all against that, right? But, you know, so there's this, there's this real underpinning in American psyche that says kids are sacred and sex is this way. And therefore, uh, saying I'm your daddy uh, deviates from that in a whole lot of ways, unless I'm super, super uh, cute, which I'm trying to be. I'm trying to look just like a MCU hero. And then it's only gross in one way and not the other. Hey. Thank you, Tammy. Hello, Jack. Um, <laughs> my name's Raven. And Hello, Raven. And I'm shy but i'm trying very hard to get one of these in um appreciate and i'm sorry if you've already been asked this but do you have an ideal fantasy perhaps and if so could you elaborate (laughs) these days my ideal fantasy honest to goodness i'm just back to basics I just want to be with a woman who I find attractive. I want her to have a cute face. I want to have a body that I want to touch. You're asking what body type is that? Honestly, it's a pretty fucking varied sampling in my past that I've quite enjoyed touching. And it's been a long time since I've touched one. A body. Uh, touched one made it sound very weird. Uh, in, in addition... I wouldn't mind so much if there were some wrist braces, a little bit of blindfolding going on, that sort of thing. Just accessories that allow me to accentuate the sensations of which I am giving you. Because the physical pleasure of the orgasm is fantastic, but... The registering of what I do to a woman that I find attractive, especially if I find her incredibly attractive, that stays with me forever. Thank you very much, Raven. Hi, Jack. It's Cece. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you, Cece. Does, Does the birthday ever end? I have a question for you, but I'd be remiss if I just didn't take a quick moment just to thank you for taking the time and the effort to compose quality pieces of work that are not only sexy, but also smart and just delivered flawlessly with the smooth voice of yours that we all love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, I'm just going to be over here in the corner, just exploding. Um, my question stems from my curiosity on the actual preparation that is required to perform on the live shows. <laughs> I was wondering, do you rehearse your entire set, or will you do like a blind reading for some of the pieces? I actually do blind reading for all of the pieces because I'm trying to get better and better. I actually don't know what's in store for me whatsoever. If you uh, if you come out to a, a live show and you give uh, Allie or you give one of our great chat moderators uh, uh, something for me to read, uh, I go in blind. Um, they, they just hand me the link, and then I don't even know what I'm reading until I'm about to read it. I put it in order. Uh, obviously, uh, we've, we've learned that much. I still get that wrong sometimes. But uh, I legitimately, 
Uh, it's my first time coming across all of those words, and I really enjoy it. And uh, I set it up that way because I kind of hate slam poetry. <laughs> like, I love slam poets. I do. Several, in fact. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Uh, it's a very attractive persona and and what have you. But it's bad for poetry because it becomes all about the fucking delivery. It becomes all about the vibe of that room. And it becomes anything else about a live performance. So because it's based on competition and based upon that crowd, it becomes less about the poetry, more about who can throw their hips in the right rhythm to that, that audience. And uh, when you read something again and again, or when you're performing something, that's great. But that's also not authentic. Uh, so when I read a poem and I and I go, well, that was very nice. I promise I haven't read it two or three times before going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where I say, and that was very nice. All right. Thank you very much, Cece. Thank you. Hey, Jack. So birthday weekend may be over, but I want to keep celebrating you. <laughs> Does it ever end? I asked again. Hello, Chastity. And hyping you up. Aww. So my question for you this week is, what is something that you're really proud of that you haven't had a chance to talk about or maybe celebrate? Um, oh, God, that is... You haven't done anything wrong, I promise, but that is putting me on the spot, baby. I don't like bragging about myself very much. Um... It just, it feels like there's been a million, it feels like there's been a million false starts with this one. Uh, I feel like I'm really doing pretty well with PTSD stuff. Uh, with everything going on, and more than that even in my personal life, uh, that's just been stressing me out over this summer. I'm really very proud of myself. This is going to sound insane. I think I've talked about this before, but I don't know if I've talked about this out loud on the podcast. The absolute most insane thing uh, when I'm in a PTSD mindset that is just, even for me, I don't believe it. I just can't stop thinking it. So I think I talked about this once, like one of the reasons I don't like driving so much is sometimes my brain will just say, you just died in a car accident. <laughs> and I can't stop it. And then you're on the road and your brain's like, you just died. You did. You fell off that cliff. It's like, what are you even talking about, asshole? How are you even fixated on this? Please go back to telling me Mario Brothers 3 level layouts. That is so much preferable to what you're doing right now. Uh, <laughs> I hated it at the time, but no, no, no. Tell me where the note note blocks are and the noises they make and what you can reach with them again. That's fine. That's okay. We're stuck in the fucking car anyway. Uh, apologies for that detour. Uh, my mind will just get stuck on something. And it's a danger, and it's often a danger that doesn't exist or or won't exist. I'm so grateful for coming across the term catastrophizing because, boy, howdy, once you have that word, uh, it's great. So before catastrophizing, uh, the advice was, 
okay, you're you're getting angry and anxious, and then you feel angry and anxious, and then you'll stop. And I went, okay. So spent a lot of time and fucking money learning how to identify those signs like I'm a normal human being, since they were not really normal regulations in me, like they were other people. Uh, and getting to that point didn't really help, because I would just, okay, I'm nervous and angry. The anger is valid, according to my therapist, and the nervous won't stop. Hooray! So now I'm angry, anxious, and aware. Uh, that's uh, that's just not a great alliteration to be, you know what I'm saying? And catastrophizing has been this fantastic linguistic technology because, of course, now I can get angry and anxious and go, oh, you're catastrophizing, and pull back. What that, along with just total trying to get not angry or not not hostile, allowed, or towards anybody else, or even in my own head. Uh, just just no hostility has been the goal. Just as little hostility as possible. Let's have a long, happy, peaceful life from here. And as little hostility as possible definitely leads to that. So, boy, I've, I'm, I apologize, Chastity. I've really jumped a couple links here on you. Uh, With all that in mind, PTSD, even in in 2020 COVID, even in the summer of frustration for me, has been really low. And one thing, historically speaking, in the past I've not been able to balance so well is just some days I wouldn't be able to leave the house if I wanted to or had something to do because I would feel like I was going to be attacked. And the attack kind of doesn't matter because it's mental illness. The The vector of attack doesn't have to make any sense. And so the greatest one I can give so that everybody laughs and, and smirks a little and, and they disarm it from the scariness in their mind is what I call whiz snipers. I know I'm in an elevated PTSD state when I'm worried about whiz snipers. That is, snipers that are going to shoot me when I go to take a whiz. I'm going to go and urinate, and that's what the sniper has been waiting for and camped out on the roof so they can shoot me through the bathroom mirror or on the way to it, usually. It's usually on the way to do something that I want to do that my PTSD goes, you're safe here, don't do anything. You're safe. Don't do anything. And sometimes that's kind of hard to notice when like, I'm hungry or thirsty because I'm always trying to regulate my, my, my weight and, and intake and what have you. Uh, I'm just, you know, always trying to be aware of that and, 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 you know, just, just to be healthy as a baseline. And so when you're like, oh, I want to eat and you go, no, I don't know if I really want to eat. That's okay. But when you say, oh, I need to go to the bathroom and you live alone, there's no issue or anything. You're just walking into the bathroom and your brain goes, what if somebody's out there with a gun? Well, that, it took a long time for me to realize because those are my ordinary thoughts, but that's PTSD. That's an elevated state of it for me. And I have to like relax and get out of that. Uh, well, I don't have to relax and get out of that so much. These days, even when I mess up, these days, even when I make a mistake with somebody, I don't fall into the shame cycle and I don't fall into an anxiety cycle. And all I can say is it's been a long, long time since I saw somebody across the street um, since I saw somebody across the street and thought, oh, there's the assassin. Because that was not actually that uncommon of a thought or thinking 
uh, several years ago. All right, now thinking of all that, let me do a real quick brag. I got tires on my car, and the guy that I got tires from was just a shaven gorilla. He was just a huge, huge guy. And after he put the tires on, I was like, mm, something doesn't feel 100% right. And I have no problem, as a big guy myself, going like, hey, big guy, I just gave you money. Check this out again. Uh, I know a lot of you don't. I know like you just hear the PTSD part and go like, huh? I, I know. Once I actually get to the tire shop, uh, I'm golden. It's the, it's the snipers that stop me from going to the tire shop. It's a whole thing. I know. It's crazy. You don't want to date me. Uh, so I tell the big guy, like, get in the fucking car. Get in the fucking car. Go run the fucking car. Just kidding. He was a nice guy. I was just like, I, this doesn't feel right. I just bought these. Like, sure, of course. And he's like, I'll take a ride around the block with you, is what really happened. So he jumps in, and everything feels fine. Like, the thing that I was feeling, I'm embarrassed to say. I'm like, okay, it's just the new tires on that stretch of road. He goes, ah, it happens, man. Don't even worry about it. He goes, I promise I'm going to take you right back. I'm not trying to abduct you. He's like, ah, don't worry. I got my phone. I was like, yeah, I probably couldn't. You're a big guy anyway. And he just kind of gives me a look. And he goes, well, you're a pretty big guy. There we go. That's what I should have fucking bragged about. Because that's hot as shit. Because like a guy fucking slings tires and he looks like a shaven gorilla. You know, and he tells you a big guy. Fuck yeah. What's a win that means a lot to you? Thank you, Chastity. Hello, Jack and ladies. Happy birthday. I hope you're having a good evening. My name is Cataluna. And I've got a couple of questions for you. Thank you. The first is, if you had to play an Olympic sport, what would it be? <laughs> And my second question... I would do the luge, because uh, Cool Runnings made it look like, uh, you know, if Dougie Jones can do it, so can I. The other ones, they look like they take a lot of effort. There's a lot of sweat involved. There's a lot of... There's a lot... Like, you gotta, like, let somebody in on your food diary. Nah, it's not for me. You can meet any historical figure. Who would you choose? Any historical figure whatsoever? Does they have? Do they have to be historical? Uh, this is usually the living or dead person invited to dinner question. Uh, but I guess the living person's not going to come. The living person's got <laughs> has the ability to reject me. The necromancer can only influence my social life so fucking much. I'm trying to think of somebody who's not an answer you've heard like a million times before that I would actually be pretty interested to have dinner with, you know, not just to impress you because I'm stuck with dinner with this person. Although all I want to ask them is like, what's the afterlife like? Does it exist? <laughs> Tell me more about your concept of that and also your concept of what your life was so we can generate some kind of path between the two. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I've talked about it a lot. I'm just kind of really into New Orleans when it was this, this basically this kind of economic empire alone in the, in the southern part of America. Uh, C.J. Walker, I have this very different view of C.J. Walker than how media has uh, shown her. And I would love to ask her a couple of questions about just like, especially if I could record it for, like, young women today, especially women of color, because she's this definition of an entrepreneur. She's the definition of someone who found a niche and expanded and, and all, the, all the stuff that, that we say we admire. Uh, and I would just – my view of her is that she's very, very kind of gritty and 
and crash kind of kind of like a Kathy Bates on uh, Titanic. And I think like just having that on film would be fucking amazing. Just like can you imagine just like the plain talk from a woman who was making economic gains in the 1850s? <laughs> Because I mope around the house sometimes, but I bet just like five questions, I'd be like, oh, fuck, yes, I really do need to step up my game. All right. Thank you very much, Cataluna. Hi, Jack. This week I have two quick questions, okay. which you can elaborate on at will, and two more detailed ones. Um, in advance, thank you so much for sharing with us. Okay. Um, first one. Uh, Comedy is tragedy plus time. True or false? Uh, comedy is uh, when... Uh, sorry, tragedy is when I cut my finger. Comedy is when you fall uh, down an open manhole and die. That's Mel Brooks. And I think that's true. Comedy is when something painful happens to somebody else. Second. Oh. Uh, early is on time. On time is late. And late is unacceptable. True or false? False. Fuck that. I arrive early for everything. But if you're early for everything, you're just a loser like me. Third question. List five things, and this can be anything, you'd give 10 out of 10 to. <laughs> uh, not trying to be rude, but the thing that I would definitely give 10 out of 10 to is next question. And fourth. Uh, Monet, Manet, Degas, Renoir, Pizarro. I like impressionists. Thank you very much. Okay. Hi there, Jack. We have some final questions from Ali. I have two people I'm asking questions for this week. Okay. Thank you, shy girls, who sent something in to Ali. The first question comes from Ilana. Which fictional character are you most attracted to and why? I was actually just thinking about this. I've all my video games and all my loneliness only ever tried to have sex or marry or fall in love with two women uh, in all of video gamedom, both from Bioware, because I like to talk. Okay? You can't just be pretty. You gotta talk. And those are, the, those are the games where women actually have something to say. Because, you know, video games are written by men. Uh, but Bastila is still, like, I just, I still want to wife her. I just, what a partner. What a partner you have in Bastila. You know, once you gain her trust, I'm not saying she's easy. I'm not saying, listen, a long courtship awaits you, sure. But on the other side of that, Bastila, not only is she fucking gorgeous, but, like, she's so smart, she's very wise, she's very patient. Uh, you know that she's willing to do a million fucking errands, which is great if you're a lazy jerk like me. And the second question comes from Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. What is the dirtiest dream you've ever had? <laughs> well, it's a funny thing about having such creativity uh, and then combining it with dreams. I laugh like that because, of course, dreams can be just filthy and, and just crazy, and then you wake up. But the filthiest dreams, the ones that make you feel the filthiest, are the ones where you have no control. So just to be totally honest with you and to leave it on a high note and what have you, uh, it, those are the dreams like you wake up and it's like you've just, you know, just ejaculated on your father's face and stuff like that. You're like, ah, ah, <laughs> it's the dreams where not only do you not have any trouble getting out of bed, but like you're in the shower before you know it. Those are dirty dreams. There we go. Now that's how you end a podcast. 
don't worry, everybody has weird dreams about some guardian or some boss or some authority in their life. It happens from time to time. If it keeps happening, now that's something else, but don't worry too much. I promise it's okay. And if daddy's the one that you have weird dreams about, daddy's very honored because as we just went through, uh, that word can apparently be very triggering. Uh, guys, that is the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you listen through all of those questions. Goodness, send them in. I'm not getting sick of them, clearly. I want more questions from you guys. Send them, send them in. Them. First time girls, there were so many new names. There were so many gals. Uh, I appreciate it. Of course, Ali, thank you so much for the podcast, putting everything together. 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 Really appreciate you guys very, very much. As you can probably tell, there's a little bit of ants in my pants. I really hope there's not a whiz sniper out there. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. Until next time.